Hey guys, this is Jay Kaufman. You're listening to episode 28 of Way Outside. Hope everyone's having a great day. Obviously, it's such an exciting time for basketball fans right now because March Madness is officially upon us. There's some first four games on the men's side going on right now. There's some women's games for the first four going on tonight. And the round of 64 starts tomorrow, man. It's going to be a great tournament. I think a lot of people are feeling on the same wavelength. It's going to be one of the best tournaments in years, especially because we get the full crowds back. The tournament feels really wide open. There's so many good teams, but not one team that really, at least in theory, stands upon all of them, at least in the way that, you know, Baylor and Gonzaga were last year and previous years, Gonzaga and other teams. So there's a real chance for the men's side to be saying And I think on the women's side, while there's some, there's some teams at the top that look a little bit better, I think there's a lot of good games and teams and players that can lead them on runs, especially, you know, Caitlin Clark, who almost, even if you're not a women's basketball fan, you should know by now because of how amazing she's been. Um, UConn's still dangerous, and Paige Beckers is back, so the media attention at least is going to be coming from that. There's there's going to be a lot of great games in both brackets, and I'm really looking forward to this tournament. I, mean, I always call March Madness the greatest sporting event in the world. A lot of people I know agree with, and it's just fun. Just all the emotions, all the drama, all, all the everything. The people that have no idea how basketball works making brackets, thinking that they know what they're doing. It's just a great experience and environment, man. <laughs> without further ado, so I don't make this too long, I'm going to start with the. I'm going to do the men's and women's brackets in every game, and I'm going to talk about some games that I think are important. Players I think are going to stand out, and then I'm like, I'm going to have some little tangents probably going on at the end. But yeah. And let's get into it. <laughs> For the men's bracket, I'm going to start off. I have Gonzaga beating Georgia State. I know it's very surprising and controversial. No one's picked. Okay, yeah, I'll shut up. Okay, um, uh, Memphis and Boise State. I actually have Memphis winning that one. I just think they've been playing really well lately. I, I also just, based on their program history, I know Memphis is worth really good players. And I, I can't tell you I know a ton about their individual team this year. I'm not going to lie. But um, I have them. Beating Boise State. Uh, I have UConn beating New Mexico State. I don't think it's really that much of like a need to be talked about. But I also was I was at the Big East tournament um, last week, and so I did also get to see a look at UConn up front. And while I did lose to Nova, it was a very close game. And also, I'm just, I'm very fond. Of, I'm very impressed by a lot of the things they have. Dan Hurley obviously does a very good job. It's a very old. It's a very veteran team. And I think they're gonna. They have a chance to go make a decent run in this tournament. So I'm definitely gonna pick them. I have Arkansas beating Vermont. I don't think, even though Arkansas is not the same as level to me as they were last year when they had Moses Moody. And also, I'm. J- Why am I forgetting the other guy's name? Oh. Why? Oh. Justin Smith. Yeah, Justin Smith was a big part of that. Jeez. Um, but they still played very good this year, and I think that's enough to be a team like Vermont. Um, now we have the Alabama versus the Rutgers and Notre Dame. It's hard because I, we don't know who's won that game yet. And if it's Notre Dame, I won't give a chance, but Rutgers, I will. I think even with that, I'm still going to give it to Alabama because I just don't like the 50-50 of the odds. But if, it, if I knew for – if you tell me for sure it's Rutgers, I'll pick Rutgers because Ron Harper Jr. has had a heck of a season, especially against in those big games. He had 30 in the half-court game winner versus Purdue. He played great in the Big Ten. They've had some very – even though they're having a very uneven season, they've had some very big wins. So definitely going to be something to look forward to. I have Texas Tech beating Montana State. Again, one that I really don't think is that controversial. <laughs> um, yeah. I have Davidson beating Michigan State. I just think Davidson's played really well this year in Michigan State, even though, you know, they're playing in a bigger conference. They're only 11-9 the Big Ten. While the Big Ten was very good, it's not that good. They're 4-8 and eight versus top 25 teams, which I get Dayton's not. But my, my point is they really, against, like, quality teams, they haven't fared well. And I think Dayton just is on a good roll right now, so I'm going to pick them. Uh... David, Davidson, excuse me, not Dayton. Davidson. 
I have Duke being CSD Fullerton. I don't think we need to go into that one. I don't know. I'm not as high on Duke going like long term determined as everyone else is, but they're gonna they're gonna beat CSU Fullerton. Yeah, they just will. <laughs> Let's go to the East region. Uh, I have Baylor being Norfolk State again. One I don't really think we need to get into. Um, here's one that's interesting. I think it's going to be one of the better games of the first. Is the Marquette North Carolina? I have Marquette winning. I'm a big Shaka Smart fan, even though they lost us. I mean, by us, I mean Butler. When he, I was impressed in how they came out in the second half, and just how they played the season, because a lot of question mark. Obviously, there's some returning players, but there's a lot new, and he's really helped develop Justin Lewis into a real star. And just he's he, his growth from this year to last year. I have to attribute a lot of it to Shaka. He's just been amazing, and he's very talented player. Um, but yeah, I just think they're gonna be North Carolina. I have St. Mary's being Indiana. I know that's kind of controversial, um, because I think people think that St. Mary's isn't that good of a team. And while I think Indiana could, this is a tough one because this one I might change. Man, this is actually tough. Actually, I'm going to give it to Indiana. I'm, I don't know. I think as much as I feel like people should understand to say they're not as good as they are, they are a very good team. But Indiana does have Trace Jackson Davis, who I think is good enough to win you a round of 64 game against a five seed. So, you know what? I'm going to give Indiana the win. I have UCLA beating Akron. You know, this team made the final four last year. I really don't think we need to come out Johnny Uzang, even though he's been not as – he was a preseason pick for, like, All-American, and while he's not really – or best player of the year, while he's been good, he's not been on that level, I don't think it really matters against Akron. Sorry, LeBron. Um, I have Virginia Tech beating Texas. I am just not that high on Texas. Um, and I know it's an upset that a decent amount of people have been picking uh, – yeah, I have Virginia Tech. I, I mean, the SEC is not that good. They've been, they, you know, they beat doing the thing. I just think they've played played good recently. Yeah, I have Purdue beating Yale. Unsurprisingly, I mean, Purdue's another team that I think people are way too high on. It's because like in th- like they're offensively, they're very fun to watch, but like they cannot defend fucking anything. And um, I know that's uh, a lot of. My, I have a few Purdue friends that listen to this, and a lot of Purdue fans in general who are probably gonna be annoyed, but including the director of basketball operations for my uh, the women's team here. But, uh, I mean, they just haven't really shown that they can really defend. And you you can't just outscore everyone in, in this tournament. I think that's been proven time and time again. You need a combination of good offense and defense. Because if you can just defend, you can't score. You're Virginia of 2019 where you lose as the, where you're the first one seed to lose. So, yeah, my basically my point is I Purdue's going to win this game, but I don't I don't think see have them going as far as some other people might. The Murray State-San Francisco game is going to be interesting. One of the ones I think is also going to be really fun to watch. This first, I have Murray State winning. They've, the Racers have actually been very impressive this year, just the way that the whole system has been run. Kentucky, I have been saying beating St. Peter's. I don't again. I don't know if that's one really want it or need, want or have to get into. Let's go to the South <laughs> before I run out of breath. We I have Arizona beating what, whether it's Bryant or Wright State. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, we're not going into this. The Seton Hall TCU one is an interesting one. I I was torn on it. It took me a little while. Uh, I I wanted to lean TCU, but I think I'm gonna go with Seton Hall just because of the Big East was was a conference pretty good this year, and Seton Hall fared pretty decently. They had some good wins. They thing. I'm just gonna pick them. I have Houston beating Alabama, Birmingham. I am. I don't. I think if this Houston team was fully healthy, they would have a chance of being another uh with a final four elite eight final four team um but i just don't see it with them having so many injuries i do see them being at uav but i 
I'm just saying that they're not going to go much farther or any farther than that. I have Illinois being Chattanooga, although it would be pretty on brand for Illinois just historically if they just somehow lost that game just because. But no, they have enough pieces with Kofi and all the others. But yeah. Um, I have Michigan beating Colorado State. I think it's an upset. A lot of people are picking. It seems like a pretty basic one. Big 10, big thing. I do think Colorado State's a good team, but I think Michigan at their best when they're Juwan Howard's not trying to punch people and everything, and they have everything else good enough to beat a team like that. So, have Tennessee being Longwood, and well, again, another one that we're not really going to need to get deep into. Um, I have Loyola Chicago being Ohio State. This is partially a Loyola's pick. I don't like Ohio State. I despise Ohio State as like the school and their sports teams. I it's a lot of different reasons. Um, but I also know even though Porter Moser is at Oklahoma and this thing, I I believe that this Loyola they still have a similar DNA and energy and core that they can, you know, make upsets and they can win games in March. So I'm going to stick with them. I have Villanova being Delaware. What a surprise. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Man, I sound like a, I'm so sarcastic right now. I don't really know what's up with that. Um, let's go last to the, for the round of 64 in the Midwest region. I have Kansas beating Texas Southern. Uh, yeah, we think. I have Creighton beating San Diego State. I was very impressed with Creighton in the Big East tournament. They played very well. They almost beat Nova, even though. There were a lot of things that you, San Diego State is favored by a lot of people and this is the most common pick, but Creighton, when they play well and the, when they're hitting threes any better than they were in that Big East championship game, is a very tough team to beat. They have nice pieces. Ryan Kalkrunner has been very solid on both, is very good on both ends, and they have a lot of talent. I mean, I think they're going to win that first game. I have Iowa beating Richmond. Keegan Murray is enough as himself. Can do that, so yeah. I have Providence being South Dakota State, even though I'm Providence has you know at times really laid an egg and almost lost to my school twice, which is unacceptable for there. And um, they have enough to beat South Dakota State, even though they also laid an egg in the Big East tournament gets great and they lost by like thirty, but they they can beat South Dakota State. I I'm confident in saying that. I have Iowa State beating LSU. I don't know. I don't fully have any reasoning for this one. I just kind of feel like Iowa State's going to beat LSU. I'm going to be honest. I have Wisconsin beating Colgate. I think that's another one that's pretty simple i have miami being usc because as much as i think usc you know has a good base and strong and they were far last year i just think miami my own miami always seems to do some pull up when they get to the tournament they always need them to do pull off something special or unexpected so i'm not going to make that mistake again of picking against them and lastly i have auburn being jacksonville state i really don't want to get into the, the reasoning for that one why i have it like that i think we'll just go let's just go to the round of 32 starting with the west again i have gonzaga being memphis i mean memphis is a good team but Gonzaga's on another level no i don't think i'm as high as a gonzaga or, or you know even though i'm not the biggest gonzaga fan i'm a mark few fan for any level until the final four and people can say well you he, he's just never won one he's got there i do agree with that but i do think he does coach differently in those games in a way that hurts his team at least from the my experience watching stress ball and i'm not an expert i'm just telling you from that i just feel like in those positions he doesn't put his team in the best position to seat i mean in that baylor game i'm not saying baylor was a very good team but the way they lost that game they just got completely dominated so yeah but they're gonna beat this i have uconn beating arkansas again i talked about uconn i think that um a big key for that one is going to be how well um tyrese martin plays he's like He's not their best player, but he's their energy and glue guy. The graduate, I believe, is a graduate student guard. Um, yeah, he's gonna be key. I have Texas Tech beating Alabama. I, they're just the Red Raiders have been playing some really good basketball right now. Yeah, I have Duke beating Davidson. I don't think again this one really needs to be talked or looked into that much. Um, 
Yeah. Now let's move on to the East. I have Baylor beating Marquette as much as – but what I will say, though, if Marquette won, I would not be surprised. It's the shock effect, baby. I have UCLA beating Indiana. Um, I just think, again, using yeah, that there's a lot of potential there. Um, yeah, I mean, I – yeah, I have Virginia Tech. I mean, Purdue for beating Virginia Tech. Excuse me. Um, I think enough. You know, Purdue's they 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 won't need to defend in order to beat Virginia Tech. I don't think. Or they, there's offense will be enough. Let me rephrase. But um, yeah. And lastly, I do have Kentucky being Murray State. I just pretty j- j- straight up. Um, now we are going on to the other side of the bracket, which is the South. Arizona's going to beat Seton Hall. I'm well, damn near positive that Illinois being Houston like I said before if this is a fully healthy Houston team I would take them over Illinois they probably also wouldn't be a 5C but I think with the rosters they have now and they're going to have for that game I'm going to take Illinois I have Tennessee beating Michigan I think again this is one that's not really that needing that much of an explanation I have Villanova being Loyola Chicago although it's the crazy it sounds if Loyola somehow won I wouldn't be shocked but I can't I don't have enough to make it um yeah, uh, and now we have the Midwest region. Kansas is going to be Creighton. I oh, Okay, I have Kansas. I need to stop saying like it's positive. I have Iowa over Providence. Again, I've said Providence has laid an egg in a lot of different ways. Iowa won the Big Ten Championship, so I think, you know, obviously one team is on a much better role right now, and I also think I just, Iowa's a better team in general. I have Wisconsin being Iowa State, I and I have Auburn. And I have Auburn beating Wisconsin. Now let's move on to the Sweet 16. I don't know why I'm saying, but I have Gonzaga. Be, Gonzaga gonna, is going to beat UConn. I have Texas Tech beating Duke. I know this is kind of controversial because a lot of people are like the storybook ending for Coach K, and I do appreciate and like Coach K a lot. But this Duke team to me doesn't see. I can't. They they just haven't played like a top level team for mo- and have had so many moments where that's been thing. Whether it was losing to Ohio State when they're at the one seed, whether it's the loss against Virginia Tech, they just haven't played like a team. I feel like is like I feel like they they would in order for them to really go far, they have to turn on a switch that they've either not had it all the season or had for a very limited time and very rare stretches so that's my reasoning behind that um i gonna wait do i really did i type this in wrong um i'm tough on this this one's tough for me because as much as baylor is a one seed there's been times where i'm worried and i in ucla i do charge i'm picking ucla over at baylor i think mc Mick Cronin's done a, such a good job, especially last year, and I also think this team is very deadly. Baylor is also, even though they're one seed, they've tread waters and they've had, you know, adjusted, had to adjust with it while losing a lot of their scoring. They still are very good, you know what I'm wrong, but I just think UCLA is going to win. I, there's a chance that completely blows up in my face, and if so, you can laugh at me. I won't blame you. I have Kentucky being Purdue. Again, this is going to come back to the point of I don't think Purdue can play good enough defense to win this game. Kentucky's also just playing really well right now. And it's Calipari, so I think that's enough said on that side. Now the other side of the Sweet 16, I have Arizona beating Illinois. I'm, I don't want to say it's a gimme, but Arizona just has been playing so well this entire season, and they just the mo- me to me they're the most all around complete team in college basketball, and you need to have an all around complete team in order to go far. Um, I have Villanova beating Tennessee. I think that's going to be a close game. I think Villanova also, even though they did win the Big East championship, wasn't always really impressive. I mean, like they the the championship was a battle of it, and it was just who was less bad rather than who was good. The final score was like 50, 
I can't remember the final score, but it was like 56 to 48 or something. Like, it was a very low-scoring game where both teams shot terribly. But, yeah, I have Kansas beating Iowa. I do think there's a chance. I mean, I'm very high on Kansas, but there is a chance that Iowa wins that game, but I'm going to have to do that. I have a... I have Auburn beating Wisconsin, so, and, yeah, I think that's, again, that's going to be a very interesting and tough game, but I just, my feeling is, is that, um, here, when, sorry, I have some of these things that are wrong, and I'm also just kind of tripping, so, let's get final. let's, before, let's get to the Elite Eight. Um, ready? So the I have Gonzaga being Texas Tech. I think you know Texas Tech is a very is going to be very good, assuming they've made this far. But I just think that there's a different level these two those teams. And let's see what other side. It's hard to read this thing. I have um I have Kentucky beating UCLA as good as I think UCLA is. I think their run's going to come to an end here. Um, I have Kansas beating Auburn. And because I just think that, you know, Kansas has just been such a great and all-around team this year. And I have Arizona beating Villanova. Does that, did I do those right? I think so. So now we get to the final four. This is, again, this is going to be a mess. I don't know, I apologize. I really just wanted to get something out before March Madness because it's something that's so important to me. But I haven't been able to do the greatest job prepping and doing everything, which I sincerely apologize for. But I hope you guys understand. And I'm definitely going to do a recap of everything. And I also have plans for interviews and stuff coming up soon. But... Yeah, and I'm definitely going to do something on like my Instagram explaining everything. But um, yeah, let's move on to the final four. So that just in case you haven't fully following or it's been hard to understand me, the final four, at least my bracket has Gonzaga versus Kentucky and then Arizona versus Kansas. I have three number one seeds and two twos. I don't. I would honestly love if it's not this way, but you know, so often I feel like those teams are the ones that make it past. I have Gonzaga beating Kentucky, and I have Arizona beating Kansas. And in the championship, I have Arizona beating Gonzaga. I just think Arizona, like I said, one team in the Gonzaga just is they're good, but they're net. There's always something missing, and I do as good as Chet Holmgren's been. I don't think he's enough to. I don't even know what the. It's not even that they have a problem. It's just they get beat. It's really kind of weird. But um, I have this like you know on ESPN. That's what I'm doing on. You know they ask you to the tiebreaker to final score. Mine is 81-76. It's pretty high. But um, yeah, that's my that's my men's bracket. So as for some games, I want to point out because. Obviously, not everyone's going to be... Most people aren't able to watch all these fucking first-round games, but there's some some that I think for, like, the casual fan, whether... Because I know some of my family who's not as big in sports or doesn't follow as much as I do listens to this. So some first-round games I think people should try to watch is... I think for sure that... um Excuse me. That Marquette-Villanova one... Or, you know, it's Marquette-Villanova. Marquette-North Carolina. Um, the Davidson-Michigan State... I think that if Rutgers pl- gets into that game, Rutgers versus Alabama will be a very good one. Um, St. Mary's Indiana is going to be interesting. I think that Virginia Tech, Texas, the Murray State, San Francisco one is also going to have some a lot of exciting. Um, er, uh, excuse me. I think the Seton Hall TCU could be a good one. I think Michigan Colorado State is going to be an interesting one. That's because of the high chance upset. Loyal Chicago Ohio State might be the best game of the first round, at least the way it seems like it could be. And um, let's see, any other first-round games that are significant? Cranes and Diego State. I think all the 8-9s are going to be good this year, just because I think like the, the, the gap between them is so little. I also, and finally, Miami. I just think that this is why this term is hard, because like as much as I have one seeds, like I th- I do also have this feeling that everything could get blown about for one day. And honestly, as much as I want my bracket to do good, I would love it. 
my thing March Madness is like as as long as you don't put a ton of money into your bracket, you're just more happy to see like some underdog Cinderella stories. Anything. Maybe this is a different controversial opinion compared to others, but um yeah, so now we're getting into my woman's bracket and I'm gonna make a preface here. First of all, I don't I watch more way more women's basketball than the average college basketball fan, but I don't watch a lot to know have an expert or nearly as much as this. So a lot of this is gonna be based on stuff her rather than I've I've watched all these teams. Just want to preface that. Also, I do want to say people make women's rackets. I understand that people are not as appealed to the game, but women's basketball is very entertaining, and I'm gonna have to say it's a lot. But especially women's college basketball, I know people give a lot of shit to the WNBA, but the fan bases in women's college basketball are still very strong. Like if you actually watch the tournament, they have a lot of fans there. I'm not gonna say it's the same amount, but they have a lot of fans there, and um, I just feel like they need, you know they should be getting more respect. Um, but let's go anyways. The regions are different. So the Greensboro region, I have South Carolina winning whoever wins that playing game. I apologize. I don't know. I have South Florida beating Miami. And I don't know if these – I won't always have an explanation for these. These might just be me reading them off. But there will be some players, especially on the women's side. Because the reason I can talk about the men's player side is because I think most people know about that. I'm going to talk – I'm trying – my podcast, I'm trying to do – as much as I want to cover mainstream stuff, I also want to – unleash some things that not maybe that not that no one knows but that the average person doesn't know or hasn't taken the time to look into that's kind of always been my thing it was the kind of my thing with um the title way outside it's like way outside of people's view but anyways not off my spiel i had north carolina being stephen f austin of arizona being unlv i have jordan this is tough for me because I um I you know but i to paul if to paul wins that game i could see them being georgia just because of anisha moore herself who any bas- basketball fans, you need to learn who this is. She is freshman 6'1", forward at DePaul, uh, named second-team All-American. At 6'1", led the entire country in rebounds. She had, like, I believe 14 at per game, two steals, two blocks, 20, like, t- or 19 points. She's a future – she's already a star, but she's going to be a future problem. And uh, really going to be – she's going to be a problem for my Bulldogs for three more years. Or, yeah, three more years. Um, But – I it's tough for me. I just because I don't know who's gonna do it. I'm picking Georgia. I have Iowa State beating t- University of Texas Arlington. I have Creighton beating Colorado, which is an upset 10-7 because I've just the way I've seen Creighton shoot, and I get that Creighton, how teams play versus Butler's team is not a full good or good indicator necessarily of how good they are. But Creighton just as a whole has shot the three so well. They, sh- they take the th- third most attempts in the country and they make thirty six percent of them. They have so many good shooters. And they just present the dynamic of they'll take more threes than twos, and if and it's hard to beat if they're on. And they've been on. It's not like they're just a team that chucks them up with low success rate. They have a lot of great shooters, including Lauren Jensen, Morgan Molly, a lot more I don't remember. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm going to – next we have – I have Iowa beating Illinois State, Caitlin Clark. That's enough said. I have Louisville beating Albany. I have Gonzaga beating Nebraska. I have Oregon beating Belmont. I have Tennessee beating Buffalo. I have – BYU being Villanova, although I think that's going to be one of the best games of the women's first round because you have two of the greatest, best players in the nation. The player of the – Shaylee Gonzalez, is that her name? Yeah, I think so. Um, that was the comp player comp, was the player of her conference. I'm trying to – I don't know why. I can't remember what conference BYU was in. And um, Maddie Seacrest was the Big East player of the year. She averaged, I believe, 25 points per game. She was second in the nation behind Caitlin Clark. I have Michigan – Beating American, although I would love for that upset to happen. One of my good friends from high school, Evanston Township, her name's Kayla Henning. She's on the American team. She doesn't play a lot, but she's a good friend of mine. So if American somehow won the upset, I'd be very happy for her, but I think Michigan's winning it. <laughs> I have Ole Miss beating South Dakota. 
And I have Baylor beating Hawaii. Now let's move on to the Spokane region. I have Stanford beating Kansas. I have Maryland. Wait, sorry. I, I just read the wrong, wrong thing. Okay. Excuse me. I have Stanford beating Montana State. I have Kansas beating Georgia Tech. Virginia Tech beating FGCU. I have Maryland beating Delaware. I have Ohio State beating either team that comes out of that play-in. I have LSU beating Jackson State. I have Arkansas upsetting Utah based, based on what I've heard and also you know, some of the numbers. I have Texas beating Fairfield, which is a school I can't say I've ever heard of. I have NC State beating whoever they play in the 16th seed. I have Kansas State beating Washington State just based off of the stuff I've heard again. I have Notre Dame beating UMass. I have Oklahoma beating IUPUI. I have Kentucky beating Princeton, although I've heard that's going to be one of the more fun games to watch. So tune into that one. I have Indiana beating Charlotte. I have USCF beating Florida. I have UConn beating Mercer. I think that one goes without said. Yeah. Um... South Carolina in th- round 32, excuse me. South Carolina is going to beat South Florida. I have, that's what I have. I have Arizona beating North Carolina, although I think that would be a very good game, assuming both those teams make it to that. I would have I have Iowa State beating Georgia. I have Iowa beating Creighton. I have Louisville beating Gonzaga. I have Tennessee beating Oregon, although that could be a very interesting close game. I have Michigan beating BYU. I have Baylor beating Ole Miss. Um... Stanford beating Kansas, Maryland beating Virginia Tech, LSU beating Ohio State, Texas beating Arkansas, NC State beating Kansas State, Oklahoma beating Notre Dame, Indiana beating Kentucky, and UConn beating UCF. Now we're on to the Sweet Six. I'm sorry, I'm kind of rushing through this just because it's honestly hard to just read off things for 25 minutes or read directly because normally I'll pause, I'll do notes and stuff, but I'm not reading directly. This one, I not, I'm not going to remember my bracket unless I'm <laughs> not reading it off directly. Uh, so my Sweet 16, I'm going to have South Carolina beating Arizona. I have Iowa State. I mean, Iowa beating Iowa State, excuse me, which would be, that should be a fun one just because of the rivalries between the two schools. Um, I have Louisville beating Louisville. Not Louisville. Oh, Kendall's going to get mad. I have Louisville beating Tennessee. <laughs> I I have um, Baylor beating Michigan, although that could be a very, very good game because of Nas Hillman from Michigan. She's one of the best players, the senior, who is definitely going to be a great WNBA player, at least to me. But, yeah, um, moving on. Then I have Stanford beating Maryland, Texas beating LSU, NC State being Oklahoma, and Indiana – or UConn being Indiana, although um, I'm a fan of the Indiana thing because um, I was fr- friends with one of the girls on the team after um, they beat us. Her name is Nicole Cardano-Hillary. She's an interesting story. So if Illinois, Indiana somehow won, I'd be totally fine with it, but UConn's probably going to win. But um, Let's be honest here. Um, now we're on to the Elite Eight. So – the Elite Eight, I have South Carolina being Iowa, but that's going to be a great – wait, do I have South Carolina being Iowa? Mm-hmm. It's tough, though, because I know a lot of people pick them to win, but and Iowa was just so – I'm going to pick it. It's so tough, but I'm going to pick South Carolina. That's going to be a hell of a game, assuming those are the two teams that wanted to. But I'm going to do it. I have Louisville, Louisville beating Baylor. I have – at UConn beating NC State, and I have Stanford beating Texas. So my final four for the women's is I'm sure it's another it's same thing. It's one three ones and one two seed. Again, I would love it if it's not this way. I just feel like I don't want to mess. I mean, this bracket's be every bracket gets messed up. I'm not gonna even say, but um, I have South Carolina versus Louisville and UConn versus Stanford. I have UConn beating Stanford. And I have South Carolina beating things. So we're common match over teams that are you know not far used to being here. I have South Carolina winning. Um. 
lost in the Final Four last year. Wire Wire have been the best team in women's college basketball. I think it's going to be a close game. I have it as 65-58. If there, it all depends on the X factor is how healthy is Paige. If Paige is fully back in a form and is able to like start because they've been bringing her off the bench recently, I would pick UConn just because it's UConn. But um, yeah. So now I'm going to talk about some. I mean, some men's players again. The reason I'm not going to do that is just because like most people or men's college will know about that. Also because I don't. I honestly know more about like at least in terms of amazing individual players. I know more on the women's side. But um, some players to watch. Um, for Maryland, Angel Reese is one probably people will know a lot. These aren't the same people. Teams going far. Um, Boston on S- South Carolina is also one of the best players in. the South Carolina is one of the best players in the country. Obviously, I'm going to say Caitlin Clark. She's just sensational. Um, she has a real chance to, I think, transform women's college basketball in terms of the viewership and rate for the better, like, for in an insane way. Like, her draw is so much higher. As much as I think Sabrina UNESCO um, had an impact on making women's basketball, thing, I just think Caitlin Clark has a different kind of draw and different type of ability that even – uh, Sabrina did so I just think that you know she's going to be do so much but and there's a chance she has also a really good team around her Monica Sanano is one of the best bigs in the country um, I watched the Women's Big Ten tournament know about that uh, I cannot tell you much about Louisville I'm not going to Louisville I'm not going to lie but I think um, players I just want to get more attention I said Anisha, Mor- Anisha Morrow's name earlier she is incredible um, she's going to be one of the best players in the country for, I think, every four and long if she stays out there all these three years. And, um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of rambling wrong just because I'm trying to fill up a little bit more time. But yeah, those are my picks for those two teams. I have South Carolina beating UConn, the women's one, and I have Arizona beating Gonzaga in the men's side. I'm really looking forward to this tournament, man. Um, it's kind of, excuse me, partially why I'm rusting this because I want to get out and, um, go start watching some games, man. Um, promise that this will be the worst. I will never have an episode this out of sorts again. This is really bad, and I know, but um, you know, I'm just trying to get this done. But um, anyways, I think that's gonna be it. Thanks to everyone as always for listening. Uh, make sure to wherever you're listening on, subscribe, follow, connect, whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm Jake Kaufman, and this has been Wild Side. I'll see you next time.